Hello angels! Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically Divine. I am your host, Genesis, and I am so excited for this episode because we are going to be talking about friendships, relationships, etc., all that fun stuff. So I asked you guys on the podcast Instagram, and if you guys aren't following the Instagram, it is underscore unapologetically divine underscore. So be sure to follow the Instagram so you can participate in these type of episodes. So like I said before, I asked you guys questions about relationships slash friendships, and let me just say that I got a lot of questions on this topic and I am so excited to dive in and I haven't looked at any of these questions so you guys will be getting my raw response of these questions. But for the ones who participated in the story, I want to thank you guys so much because when I make episodes, it is truly for you guys and I get so happy when you guys ask questions that you want to hear because at the end of the day, I want to give advice that is going to benefit you and you can relate to. I don't want to be here talking for 30 minutes or 20 minutes about a certain topic that you guys don't even relate to because at the end of the day, it's not going to be beneficial for you guys if I'm talking about, I don't know, let's say an animal cell if it has nothing to do with what you guys are going through. I know that example was totally off, but it's just a good example to give you guys that when I do podcasts, when I come here and talk to you guys, when you listen to these episodes, be like, wow, I actually totally relate to this and this actually can help me out with the problem or the issue that I'm dealing with. So I want to thank you guys so much for putting your responses in when it comes to the Instagram stories and letting me know what topics you guys want to hear because it helps me so much. So before we get started into these questions, I actually had such a productive morning. It is a Saturday, okay? I'm recording this on Saturday instead of Sunday. And let me just say, I woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning, even though I wanted to continue sleeping because I was super exhausted. But I was like, Genesis, you need to wake up, you need to get work done because... I have two quizzes on Monday and then I have a midterm exam on Tuesday. So we are in midterm season already, even though the semester just started. (laughs) So we are in midterm season and let me just say it's been a little stressful, but it's okay because I've been feeling super productive lately. I woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning today, took a nice shower, put some comfy clothes on to study. And I'm in this kind of, I don't know if you guys heard, but it is called the morning club. So it's basically where a group of content creators come together and every single day for 30 minutes, they talk about a certain topic and it's through Zoom. So it's like this small community of girls and they go ahead and talk about journaling, uh, meditation. It's basically becoming the best version of yourself. And they have different sessions every week, which I love. And today's session was a Gilmore Girls party. And if you guys haven't watched Gilmore Girls, it is on Netflix. And I love the show. I enjoyed it. And we watched the first episode today. So today's session consisted of making coffee. We did a little bit of a meditation to calm our minds, to let ourselves breathe and relax from all the pressure and the tension we had over the week. And then we went ahead and started reading for 15 minutes, which was absolutely amazing. And then we went ahead and watched the first episode of Gilmore Girls. And it was so nice because everyone was like really enjoying it. We were able to communicate and talk about the show and how this happened and that happened. So if you guys are trying to find a community of girls where you can 
be yourself and grow with each other, then I highly recommend you going on the Instagram of the morning club and signing on to their sessions because it's absolutely game changer. I just wanted to throw that in because that is the life date I have for you guys today. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Like the rest of my life really consists of studying, doing homework, more studying, more studying. I breathe, eat, and live on studying. So that's been mostly my life, but today was something different than my usual morning routine, so I thought I would go ahead and throw that in there. And I want you guys to let me know if when I go on these episodes, if you prefer for me to talk about my life updates or you just want me to scratch that whole thing out and just go straight into the episode because these type of comments really help me to frame my episodes better for you guys to enjoy them. Like I said before, at the end of the day, these episodes are for you guys and I want you guys to enjoy them and not have to suffer me talking through my life update if that's what you guys don't want to hear. Alright, so that is it for my life update. I hope you guys have been well. I hope you haven't been stressing too much. We are on, we are in October already. The year has been going by pretty quickly and I'm so excited because this is the, I know like Halloween's coming up but I feel like once it hits October that's when it's like Christmas. Christmas music, Christmas everything. So I just, I feel like everyone skips over holidays as soon as it hits October and they go straight to Christmas. I just love Christmas season, the Christmas spirit, Christmas music, everything. It's just, it makes me feel so happy. So that is the mood that I am currently in. I'm wondering how you guys are feeling. How's your day been? Hopefully it's been good. And if you guys aren't feeling the greatest, then you know what? Pump up some Christmas music and watch your mood change. <laughs> All right, you guys. So let's begin with the questions. I screenshotted five questions about friendship and five questions about relationships. So in total, we have 10 questions. I did it this way so we can have an even number of questions. Like I said before, I didn't really like look at the questions. I just skimmed to find which ones were friendships, which ones were relationships, and I just screenshotted them. So the first question is, what are the top qualities you need to have in a relationship for it to be healthy? Okay, that one is worded a little weird, so sorry about that, guys. It's a little jumbled up. But personally for me, I think the top three qualities for a healthy relationship, and when I say relationship, I don't mean, you know, the couple lovey-dovey relationship. I feel like many people assume that once you say relationship, you mean couple, like no, that is not the case. Relationships are many different things, such as having a relationship with your friends, your parents, your coworker, etc. So I feel like these qualities can go hand in hand for any type of relationship. It doesn't have to mean you and your partner, a couple relationship, like no, not at all. These can go for all different types of relationship. And the three qualities that I believe are the top qualities you need to have in a relationship and again this is my opinion you can totally absolutely disagree with me because everyone's opinions are different here but for me I personally believe loyalty trust and communication are the three most important qualities I believe that communication is the most important of all three because when you don't communicate your feelings, your thoughts to another person, they can misunderstand what you are implying and might take it the wrong way because they don't know what you're thinking. So unless you explain it to them, then they won't understand. A solid relationship is built on trust 
and communication. The reason why I say these two and I don't bring in loyalty because I feel like trust and loyalty are kind of linked together if you think about it because when you truly trust a person and the other person trusts you, there will be this type of agreement within each other because you are able to understand the type of person they are and how they think and act within each other. So I feel like trust and loyalty go hand in hand with each other, but the top quality would be communication because if you don't talk to your partner, if you don't talk to your friend or your parents or your coworker, whoever you are in in this type of relationship, then you are never going to agree on certain topics. You're always going to be arguing. You're always going to be having issues. And because, you know, people can't automatically assume what you're thinking. I know us girls sometimes are like, oh, well, he should have known what you're thinking. Like, no, that's not the case. Like, sadly, we want that, but that is not the case. They don't know what we're thinking. So we have to communicate that to them. We have to let them know if there is something that they did that bothered us. We have to let them know that, you know what, you did this and it hurt me and I don't want you to do this again. And lots of people feel, oh, well, you know, you're just, you're just sensitive. Like, no, no, your feelings are definitely valid. You are never too sensitive on things and if they hurt you based on something that they told you or what they did to you then your feelings are absolutely valid and you should tell that person what they did to you that was absolutely wrong so they never do it again and don't ever feel like you are too sensitive because that is never the case okay angels all right so the next question is when do you know it's time for a break from a toxic relationship oh Okay, so I feel like when it comes to toxic relationships, it can kind of be a difficult topic to get into. The reason why I say this is because from the experiences that I've seen from other girls, I know that when you are in a toxic relationship, it is hard for you to leave that relationship because you are so blindly in love with that person that instead of you thinking he's done all these things bad to me, you try to keep on that light switch in your brain and thinking to yourself, but no, but look at all these good things he's done for me. And you try to think back on those good things. And it's like you let your mind distract you from the bad things that he's done and you just go solely on the fact of the good things he's done in your life. And with toxic relationships, if your partner is a controlling, abusive partner that doesn't make you feel at ease, that doesn't make you feel comfortable, that doesn't make you feel confident and beautiful inside, and you guys are always arguing, you're never coming to an agreement, and it's just 24-7, there are always problems, there's always argument, there's always issues. Like, yes, in relationships, you will argue because that is normal. But when it comes to a constant daily thing, when you are arguing 24-7, where he's calling you names, when he's never making you feel beautiful, when he's never making you feel valued, then I feel like that's the time to reflect. And you have to think to yourself, what is it that he is bringing into this relationship? Because I bring my all to this relationship. I bring my trust. I bring my loyalty. I bring my nurturing care for this person. All he does 
is the opposite. So you need to reflect on that and ask yourself, why do I feel so miserable every time we argue? And I feel like within toxic relationships, it's hard, you guys, because when someone's in a relationship that's toxic, they're just so blinded that they don't see how negative they're being affected because of the constant abuse that they're receiving. And I feel like if you have a friend or a family member or some or someone that you know that's going through a toxic relationship, help them out, you know. Don't be like, oh, just drop them right away because I know that's not what they want to hear. Like, try little by little to showing them that the person that they are with is not benefiting them and that's going to hurt them for the rest of their life. And if they don't stop now, then that's going to ruin them. And they should be with someone who makes them feel valued, who makes them feel loved, who makes them want to wake up every single morning saying, I love my life instead of, oh, I I hate my life. So that's the answer for um, that question. I'm sorry if it was not like a direct question because I feel like with this, with these type of questions, you have to digest them. And that's what I was trying to do, breaking it apart piece by piece. So that is my answer to that question. All right. So the next question is, is it okay to have sex before you get married? Oh, okay. We just went like from zero to 100. <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, So personally, in my opinion, I don't believe it is okay to have sex before you get married. And I know there probably will be lots and lots of people who disagree with me thinking, oh, but, you know, I need to have sex with this person because... I want to know the type of person they are and things like that, if they make me feel loved. Like, no. No, sweetie, no. The reason why I believe this is, first of all, when a guy, let's say you're dating some guy and you ask them how many bodies do you have, and if anyone doesn't know what bodies means, it means how many people they've had sex with, and let's say they say, oh, I've had sex with five people, you go ahead and have sexual intercourse with this person and you're not realizing that all those bodies that he's had within him it is attached because sexual intercourse is an emotional attachment okay i know lots of people might be like oh no you know there's no no strings attached whatever but that but that's a lie because there's always that one person that comes out having feelings for the other person so When you're having sexual intercourse and you know this person has had like five people already doing that, then their spirit, their emotions, their physical, that's all interwined with this man. And all their problems, all their issues is going interwined with this man. And you're going ahead and having sex with this person and not realizing that all those emotions that the other girls are dealing with is going inside you. Like, I don't know if this is making sense to some of you guys. I... I probably sound like I'm like crazy, but if you truly think about it, it is an emotional attachment because your souls basically, when you have sex with each other, is interwining into one. And all these females before you are getting their souls attached with this person. And now you're getting all those problems, all those issues into you. So I feel like all their demonic spirits that they've been fighting with are now into you. So I feel like you have to be very careful when it comes to sexual intercourse because that is a delicate thing in my opinion. And in the Bible, it also talks about how a man and a woman will come together 
and you know have sexual intercourse after they are married because it's such a pure thing and I feel like lots of people have ruined that and started just jumping around person to person and not taking it so seriously so that's why I feel like it's such an important thing to have sex after you're married instead of before because it is it all comes down to not only purity but also the fact that when you have sexual intercourse with someone you're giving your all to that person so if the person you're doing it with has had five or six females before you then you are not really getting the whole of that other person because you're getting other parts from those other females that he's done it with so that's how i've always thought about this question and that's how i think of it if you guys don't agree with me that's totally okay because you know at the end of the day we have all our different opinions and honestly i believe in the fact that having sex after you're married is better than doing it before okay so the next question is i just got out of a relationship how long should i stay single well when it comes to getting out of relationships and then you start questioning oh but i really miss when i was with someone and i don't know if i want to be single the rest of my life i want to get back into the relationship before you start thinking oh i want to get back to a relationship you first have to heal yourself I know there are probably some situation when girls are like, oh, but I'm not heartbroken from the relationship. Like, I'm totally fine. I can just jump back in. My emotions are in check. I'm totally fine. My mental health is fine. Like, I'm totally fine. I can get back into a relationship. Like, no, no, you guys. Like, no matter how tr how much you try to think that you're okay, you are not. You have to have that time to heal yourself and to rebuild yourself. Because giving your all to someone just for it to be broken down, it takes time to reconnect with you again and to relearn who you are. So I feel like there's no, there's not really a direct answer for me to tell you how long you should stay single because that is something for you to decide. It's whenever you feel like valued again as a person, whenever you feel important and know who you are. Because the best thing about ourselves is that we live with ourselves for the rest of our lives. And if we don't learn how to love ourselves, then we're not going to be able to give that same type of energy to someone else. So before you go on and start thinking, oh, I want to go ahead and have a relationship with someone else, you first have to start putting in the time for yourself. You have to start showing yourself love, start showing yourself mercy, start showing yourself grace before you start putting in all those factors to someone else in that relationship. Because if you don't know how to truly love yourself, then that relationship, I'm sorry to say it, but it's going to fall down. A building is, I feel like this is a good analogy where a building needs to have a solid foundation in order to build up and like a relationship if you don't have a solid foundation then your building is going to crash down and is not going to start building up and i feel like within a relationship like i said in the beginning there has to be trust there has to be communication and if you don't have those things within yourself if you don't know how to trust yourself then you're going to have to learn how to do that before you go ahead and take it a step further in getting into a relationship. So I love you, girly, but 
before you go ahead and jump into the next guy you see, just try to give yourself time. Give yourself patience. Give yourself love. Give yourself grace. Give yourself mercy. And trust yourself first before you go ahead and trust someone else with your life. Okay, next question is, why do I feel like I need a guy to make me happy in life? That's a good question. (laughs) I feel like lots of girls... And I'm not pinpointing, if you're one of these girls who feel like you need a guy to make yourself happy, I am not in any shape, form, trying to disown you at all because that is not my intention. This podcast is to make you guys feel comfortable and at ease and letting yourself be vulnerable. So don't ever feel like I'm shaming you because that is not my intention whatsoever. But I feel like many people that need a guy to make them happy are the people that don't know how to love themselves and I feel like this goes back to the last question that I was discussing. Um, They both go hand in hand. I feel like if you need a guy to make yourself happy then you're never going to be happy. Like I'm sorry but you're never going to be happy because if you need another human being to go ahead and make you feel worthy then you're always going to be feeling like you're worthless because you're the one that's supposed to understand how to value yourself you can't expect a guy to want to make you happy and there are some girls who are broken inside and they think that the answer to having a full heart again is to get a guy and you guys the right answer to being happy in life is the lord he is the one who gives you eternal happiness and people try to find happiness in different ways. Some people try to find happiness in drinking. Some people try to find happiness in clubbing. Other people try to find happiness in having sexual intercourse with different men. Other people try to have to find happiness in dating different men. But at the end of the day, that type of happiness is only temporary. You're not having that permanent happiness for the rest of your life. I feel like many people who want a guy They're like, oh, he's going to make me happy. No, sweetie, that's only going to be temporary. He's not going to make you feel happy for the rest of your life. And the only person who can truly offer you eternal happiness is the Lord because he's going to make you feel beautiful. He's going to make you feel like you're the most amazing person on the planet, which you are. Because each of us individuals are amazing in our own ways. God created us like him. And in that way, we are loved and we are valued. And you shouldn't want to go ahead and get a guy to make you feel that because deep down, you're broken inside. And thinking getting a guy and dating him is going to make that broken heart be filled again, then you're wrong. I'm sorry to tell you this, but that is not the way to have happiness in your life. And I want to offer you to give your heart to the Lord because he is the only one who can provide us eternal happiness. We have to be okay with ourselves before giving our heart to someone else because you don't want to get broken every single time you give your heart to someone else without making sure that you're okay first. All right, so we've did about five relationships. I said five relationships. 
<laughs> Sorry guys. I mean, we did. I'm gonna leave this in, by the way, to show you guys that sometimes when I'm recording podcasts, there are those days when I make mistakes. It's not like this perfect thing that goes on when recording podcasts. So, <laughs> all right. So I did five questions on relationships. So now I'm gonna go ahead and start discussing friendships. And I feel like some of the questions about friendships kind of go a little hand in hand with relationships. So if you find that I kind of give a similar answer, then it's because it also goes back to what I said before about relationships. Okay, so the first question we have for friendships is what do you do when friends don't prioritize you? I feel like this is a very good question because in my life, I've had friends that didn't prioritize me at all. I've had lots of them in middle school and elementary school and some you find along the way. And I feel like when there are friends that don't prioritize you, I feel like you shouldn't keep trying to pursue them. Like stop making a relationship with them if they don't give that same energy back. But if you're the friend that's always putting in that time, putting in that energy to send a text saying, you know, hey, how are you? I just wanted to see if you guys, if you wanted to grab lunch um, one of these days and just talk to see how you're doing. If you're the person that's always doing that and they've never been the first one to text, oh, how are you? Never been the first one to be like, oh, just checking in to see how you're feeling, blah, blah, blah. Then I feel like those are the type of friends that you need to drop, sadly. There are seasons in our lives when certain people, certain characters come into our life for a purpose, but once that purpose is already completed, then sadly, those type of characters get out of our life and we start a new chapter. And if you're that person that's still holding on to that friend because you love so dearly and you have so many memories with them and you don't want to let them go, I know that feeling, trust me. But just give this a try. Give this a test to see if that friend is really worth holding on to. If you're that person that's always texting first, try not to text them first and see how long it takes them for them to go ahead and text you. And yes, I know we have busy lives. People have super busy lives, whether they're working, they're going to school, uh, they have to babysit, they have to work. I totally understand that. But it takes a few seconds to send a text message. If people don't know how to prioritize that, because friendships are something I take very seriously. And I'm not just gonna call you a friend just to call you a friend because we've hang out one or twice before. Like, no, I feel like friendships, I take them very seriously. And I'm not gonna call you a friend until I actually know you as a person. And I feel like when it comes to friendships, if that person is not prioritizing you, then why are you wasting your time? You know what I mean? There are so many people, there are so many people out there that can give you that time, give you that energy and make you feel loved as a person because not only do relationships do that, but also friendships. And yeah, so just try that out. Just don't text them, see what happens. And if they do reply back first, if they text back first, then that is a good sign because the friendship is worth saving and there's still time to rebuild that friendship. All right, so next question is, do you believe in if they cared, they'll make time? Yes. This actually kind of relates to the last question in a way, but I totally believe that. 
if they cared, they'll make time. And let me tell you guys why. I, like I said before, we have such busy lives. We could either be working, doing school, doing homework, studying, um, I don't know what other activities that take up most of our time, cleaning, working out, um, having meetings, interviews, all these different steps. We, ha we have such busy lives. And I do understand when like a week or two weeks go by that they don't reply because there's just been so busy they haven't found a time to reply back to your message. But if it's been a month, three months, a year, then <laughs> that person really just didn't care enough to make you a priority. If someone truly cared about you, you would be their first priority. That's just how I believe and I believe that to a T, I believe that is so true because there's a difference when they try to make you a priority rather than when you are a priority because when they try to make you a priority they try to you know move things around to see what where you fit in their schedule rather than them canceling something that is not as important because they know you're the most important thing in their life so i absolutely believe that if they care the most they'll make time it takes two to five seconds a minute the most to go ahead and call someone up to see how they're doing or give them a quick test uh, text before you get into your meeting saying oh i'm about to enter a meeting but once i'm done i'll call you and we can catch up blah 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 so i absolutely believe that and absolutely think that. Okay, I know we're running like 30 minutes and I'm so sorry. I didn't know how much questions I was going to do in this podcast. So I'm going to do one more question because like I told you guys before, I don't like running longer than 30 minutes. I always cut, like to keep it at 30 minutes or less. So we'll do one more quick question to um, end it off here. Okay, so the next question is... How many chances would you give someone who keeps crossing boundaries? I love this question because I feel like when we are in either a relationship with someone or in a friendship with someone, we always give them second chances. I feel like that is common in us human beings because we want to give them another chance to redeem themselves. And, you know, sometimes we make mistakes and that is okay because, like I said, we are human beings, so we are bound to make those type of mistakes. But when it's something that's happening every single time and you know that they're not trying to stop that mistake, that's how you know that they don't really care enough to stop doing those type of mistakes. So for me personally, it depends on the type of boundary that you gave them. Um, I'm trying to think on the top of my head of a good example for someone who keeps crossing boundaries. But let's say you tell them, oh, um, I don't like to be called names. And they go ahead and the, for the first time they call you a name. And then you call them out for that. You're like, listen, I know your personality is really humorous, really funny, and you like to make jokes with lots of people because that's your personality. But me personally, I don't like to be called names. So if you can stop doing that, then I would really appreciate that. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And then they do it a second time. But then quickly they realize, oh my God, I totally forgot. I'm so sorry. I'm never going to do that. Fine. They understood. They understood really quickly. They catch their mistake and they said, sorry. But if they start doing it a third 
a fourth, a fifth, that's when you realize, okay, this person keeps crossing the line where I've told them I don't want to be called names and they continuously do it. They know that it's hurting my feelings and they don't care enough to stop doing that that they continuously over and over start calling me those type of names even though I've told them twice before to stop doing that. So those type of people you need to cut immediately off your life. I know sometimes it can be hard because maybe these are the type of people that we're close with but if they don't start showing respect for you then how are they going to give you respect in that relationship that you have with each other if they can't respect your decisions someone who truly values you someone who loves you will learn how to respect your decisions and they wouldn't cross that there are lots of people that i have met in my life who don't respect my decisions and these are boundaries that are something so simple that you know any type of person would understand why i've set those type of boundaries but if they go ahead and start crossing those boundaries time and time again and they don't listen, then I need to cut that person off because if you don't respect me as a person, then how are you going to respect me long term in our friendship? So I feel like that's such an important thing to keep in mind when having a relationship slash friendship with someone is making sure that they respect you as a whole and respect the decisions you make because that is just something very important if they don't if you say something and they're like you know what even though it bothers me that she thinks I would do that I'm going to stop doing that because it, it hurts her feelings and they're going to try not to do it again so that is my take on that I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode I know this episode was pretty long I am going to try to keep it shorter next episode, but I want to thank you guys so much. This was such a fun episode. I loved answering the questions that you guys had about relationships as friendships. And like I said before, if you guys want to participate in these type of episodes, then be sure to follow the podcast Instagram, which is underscore unapologetically divine underscore. I always keep it in the show notes down below in the description box. So you can always check that out if you missed exactly how to spell unapologetically divine so you can go ahead and check that out but thank you guys so much for listening to this episode i really value you guys and love you guys for tuning in to this next episode and like i always say i hope you guys are thriving and having an absolutely beautiful day and don't forget to live on as your beautiful and amazing selves love ya and see you guys on the next episode bye